Hello everyone. Welcome to this week's Hope for the Heart. Do you know, with so many negative influences around us, it's sometimes hard to maintain hope. But you know, the Bible actually says we're to overflow with hope. That is, hope in God's goodness. Let's think about that now. God's will is to restore brokenness, and this is what he declares that he's longing to do in Isaiah 61, starting in the middle of verse 2. To comfort all who mourn, and to provide for those who grieve in Zion. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. They will rebuild, they will rebuild, these people, the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. So with the deep sadness and trauma in our world at the moment, we need to understand God's heart. We need to fix our minds on the fact that he can bring healing even from the most devastating circumstances. I've mentioned before the Japanese art of kintsuji. It's beautiful. Where cracks in broken pottery are mended by using a lacquer mixed with gold dust or silver or platinum. Not to make those cracks disappear, not even to hide them, but for them to become beautiful. In fact, the pottery takes on even greater value once it's been mended in this way. But of course, before this can happen, it has to be put in the hands of the artist. And God is our wonderful, most creative restorer. So never give up hope when you're praying for people or maybe you're offering them a helping hand. You may not see the final outcome for them, but you could well be part of the chain in their process of healing. We find in our work that it's often those who've been through a great deal themselves that are able to bring real healing through prayer ministry for those who are struggling, helping them to find beauty instead of ashes. I'm thinking about a famous American poet and playwright, Maya Angelou. Something horrific happened to her when she was seven, which meant she had to testify in court against the perpetrator, who was found guilty. But afterwards, in an act of revenge for what he did to Maya, he was murdered, probably by members of her family. She became so traumatised and convinced that her words were powerful and even dangerous, causing death. And so she decided not to speak. She made herself silent for five years. But you can read her amazing life story in a book that became famous, written by her, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. Her writings and what she had to say meant she became one of the most important, influential voices in America in the end. So, isn't that remarkable? They quoted the things she was saying. She's died now, but do read up about her. 
So let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that you can bring healing, comfort and help even into the most devastating circumstances. But often you choose to use us to help in that process. So help us to be, as the song says, channels of your peace, willing to go that extra mile, ready to do whatever you tell us. Give us today divine encounters so that we can bring hope and encouragement and your love to people around us. Amen. Well, we've got our Easter special concert next week on Wednesday the 13th. Do tune in. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Zoom. You can contact our office, email Rachel. That's info at mbm-ministries.org. And so please tell your friends about it. We'd love everyone to join us. We are sure it's going to be an uplifting time. And now here's a song about his healing presence. <laughs> 